0: Come, Come and watch the show with us, today. Come and watch the show with us. Forever and ever and ever. And, and, and ever. ever. Ted, what about
1: Nicholson? <laughs> it was that stare, Ted. That stare he had. <laughs> Same stare I had when the Vikings signed Zimmer to another year a couple weeks ago. <laughs> when
0: well, they didn't fire Spielman.
1: Right, right. Episode 99. Here we are. The uh, Al Noga or yeah. the new Hunter episode. Chris Holvin. Out of Boston College.
0: One of the most overrated defensive linemen the Vikings ever had, I thought. was. Yeah, moment. he's
1: good for like one year. Yeah. Since we're doing defense tonight, right? We're going to go through yep. the defensive starting lineup and give our grades to it like we did last week. Yep. I went with Chad Greenway. That's a good call. Is Chad Greenway a top three, top five linebacker in Viking history, Ted?
0: Off the top of my head, I would say no. Really? He's good. He's good. But like you got Matt Blair, you got Scott Studwell. Jeff Seaman, Wally Hilgenberg, Roy Winston, Ed McDaniel, uh, Greenway. I don't know. I'd, I'd have to really look at. I mean,
1: I got he be might be. I'd, I'd
0: have to look at. I'd have to look at it. What do you got going tonight, Ted? How are you? I, I'm doing pretty good. Getting back into the swing of things, man. It's been forever since we've done a studio show, dude.
1: Way, way forever.
0: I, I don't. I don't think I'd paid my taxes yet before the last time we did a studio show. <laughs> It might have been late, but I don't think I paid him. I still don't think I paid him, I don't know. Really, it's never too early to learn that the government is a greedy piglet that suckles on a taxpayer's teat until they have sore chapped nipples.
1: Hello, everybody. Here we sit at what, Sunday, July 15th?
0: Yeah, so uh, my birthday, it's my birthday today. Oh, happy birthday, Ted Glover.
1: Thanks. I, I, I got you something, I just haven't said it yet.
0: That's uh, okay. You get nothing. Good day, sir! Happy birthday! Happy birthday to you! Happy birthday to you! Happy birthday, dear Ted! Happy birthday to you! (laughs) So did my wife. I haven't got my I've got her getting Happy birthday to Ted Clover
1: today, yeah! Only fifty seven days until the regular season opener against the Buccaneers. And get this, Ted, twenty six days till the preseason
0: opener. Isn't that wild? It just seems like yeah. this off season has flown by. I, I don't know about you, but it just seems like it's gone. Where has the time gone? It's like the the training camp is almost upon us again. Well,
1: when you travel like you and I did in June, it, it goes a little faster.
0: Yeah, yeah, it was a busy month for both of well for all three of us.
1: I haven't watched anything on nfl like i haven't watched any of it just this offseason has been flying by i got to move live in beautiful chesterfield missouri which i now call chester taylor field missouri i'm home minnesota will keep it on the ground taylor somehow gets out of that and taylor's still moving
0: taylor trying to go to the house
1: touchdown <laughs> viking you know, that offseason stuff is just gets so rumorish.
0: I hate it. I said on the live show last week, if, if you weren't with us, we did a live show to kind of get back in the groove, and we talked about the offense and where we thought the offense stood and all that. I said, if, if we were going to miss like a month of shooting shows, I'm glad it was the month we missed because there was absolutely nothing going on. We covered the draft, and then it was just a dead
1: time. I and others have come to believe that your heart is not in this that you haven't the belly for it. After we got here and got set up at the beginning of of June, Mm -hmm. I did click into Facebook just real quick to see if there's any Viking news, you know, besides Cook. And the only post I saw was something about trading Justin Jefferson. Yeah. I just closed my computer and I thought, how dumb is
0: that? I fear you will have to deal with this matter in the harshest possible way, Mr. Thomas. (laughs) <laughs> no, 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 no. that and you know trading daniel hunter and you know as jordan addison was held out of the the rookie mini camp which means he's going to be on injured all year and he's never going to play it down in the nfl i just I, stuff like that just bothers me jc treader's going to be here
1: a little slow tonight,
0: isn't it? <laughs> JC <Jesse> Treder. <laughs> All right, look, before we get going, we'd like you to head on over. When you get a chance to get are watching this show, head on over to Purple Pain Forums. They're our official affiliate on the Internet. It's a great message board, great group of people. Have a lot of depth and wealth of Vikings knowledge. And with the way Twitter is is screwing up everything for everybody in terms of you can't only see like 600 tweets a day now. You might miss out on something. Head on over to Purple Pain Forum. Sign up for an account. They're going to have some great contests coming up. they got some great threads going on right now. So purplepainforums.com. And then when you're done with that, head on over to our website, vikingsreport.com. Ruby, she's back there somewhere. Hi, Ruby. How are you? She's got the prize vault we're working on. They got a whole bunch of new stuff, Drew and Ruby did, and it, it's going to be a great place to hang out. You can catch up on our old episodes there. You can see stuff where we've appeared elsewhere. It's just a great place. It's, it's, it's a solid restaurant-quality website is what that is. Number two, chicken salad sand. Whole the butter, the lettuce, and the mayonnaise,
1: and a cup of coffee. Anything else? Yeah, now all you have to do is hold the chicken, bring me the toast, give me a check for the chicken salad sandwich, and you haven't broken any rules. You want me to hold the chicken, huh? I want you to hold it between your knees. (laughs) Yes it is, Ted. We try to make it fun for everybody because, as Ted Glover would say, all work and no play
0: makes Jack a dull boy. Yes it does Ted Rid him! you know that story was inspired by Stephen King's stay at the Stanley Hotel in Estes Colorado. No way he was driving traveling somewhere. I don't know if it still closes but at the time it closed for the winter like the Overlook Hotel, the fictional Overlook Hotel does uh, or in the in the movie. I think it had already closed but or it was their last day and he was the only guest in the entire hotel. And he, he said he walked the hotel that night, and it just gave him kind of the idea for the shiny. And the Stanley Hotel is supposed to be very haunted. And about 10 years ago, my wife and our youngest daughter and I went out to Estes for, like, kind of a mini vacation. And we stayed at the Stanley Hotel. Really? And we asked to stay in the most haunted room that they had. <laughs> and guess what happened while we were in there? A haunting? Nothing.
1: Wow. That is uh, quite a story. <laughs> yeah,
0: it is. Although one time we walked out of a room, and they give you know tours, you know like uh, tours of the hotel. We walked out of a room, and there was a tour group right outside our door because the guy was talking about all the hauntings that go on in the room we were staying in. <laughs> that nothing happened. It's a true
1: story. Oh, it's still hard for me to believe it actually happened here, but it did, and uh, I think you can appreciate why I wanted to tell you about it.
0: That's still a good experience, though. Oh yeah, it was cool. It's a cool hotel. If you if you're ever heading out to Colorado and you don't want to stay in Denver and you want to just kind of see like the, the nature and beauty of Colorado, Estes is a place to go. Estes National Parks out there is awesome. It's great trip. What
1: a great great film. Yeah. And what a great great job by Nicholson in that movie, man. Yeah.
0: Have you watched any of those remakes? Like Rebe- Rebecca De Mornay was in one.
1: Uh, I Rebecca have not. De Mornay, I, I remember her pretty fondly. Stop huh. it.
0: Are you ready for me, now? I have. <laughs> I haven't.
1: I don't generally watch remakes.
0: I don't either. I generally. Willy really
1: Wonka. They're terrible. Just leave it alone. It's a classic. Yeah. How it is. But uh, Nicholson did a great job. Great casting. Shelley Duvall and everybody. But uh, first time I saw that, it was kind of trippy. I was a teenager going because it has some weird parts. What's that bunny and the? What, what the hell does that ever mean? Some of that stuff I still don't get to this <laughs> day. If you're watching the show today and you want to leave a comment down below telling us what the weird bunny thing was in the Shining, Ted and I would be glad to hear. Yeah.
0: Scatman Crothers is Dick Halloran. Yeah. Scatman Crothers doing the. Yeah. Some people have the shine, some people don't.
1: You end up like Danny with the drill coming out of your mouth when you're watching the Viking game.
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's, that's what we look like third quarter when they're down 33 0 to the Colts. Uh...
1: speaking of which are you getting the super bowl fever
0: no not, no, yet. not yet well not maybe yet. when
1: we go over this defense in detail tonight you will change your mind ted. well see i had
0: super bowl fever when we talked about the offense and then i started looking at the defense for tonight's show and i i don't know
1: you set them up and i'll knock them back lloyd one by one <laughs> <laughs> we're gonna go over it starting player by starting player it's how yeah. ted and i see the starters as not as easy as the offense plugging those people in there, but uh,
0: yeah. with a defense last year, we made a one-it-all. Here, here's the thing. You know, like I said earlier, we talked about offense last week. We're going to talk defense tonight, so we might as well get into it. Last year, Drew, do you want to know how bad the Minnesota Vikings defense was?
1: Things could be better, Lloyd. Things could be a whole lot better.
0: They were 28th in points. Let let me uh, carry the one. There's 32 teams in the NFL, correct? How many? 32, you are right. Okay, 32.
1: You are correct, sir! You are correct, sir, yes!
0: 28 is bad. 28 is bad. 28
1: is closer to 32 than one,
0: right? Well, yeah. They were 31st in passing yards. And if... If I'm still right, we still have 32 teams in the NFL. That hasn't changed in the last five seconds. That's bad.
1: (laughs) What the hell was Schmeck Donatel running back?
0: 20th in rushing yards, and for that effort, first-year defensive coordinator Ed Donatel was fired, and they hired Brian Flores during the offseason. My uncle
1: would say, useless mook.
0: (laughs) So, when we did the offense, we didn't really compare the starters from last year to this year because – they're almost all back, with the exception of Dalvin Cook and Adam Thielen. The entire offensive line's coming back, Kirk's back. We'll see whether or not Jordan Addison will be at least replacement level for Adam Thielen. I think he has the potential to be better these next couple of years that Thielen was his last few in Minnesota. We'll see. So I, I think the offense is pretty well set. I think we both agree the offense is pretty well set. But Yeah, it just it's just the uh, overall aggressiveness is all they need. Yeah. They have the players to do it. Yeah. But they have
1: to get more aggressive with their game plan. But they're on paper, we had three 10s last week. Rating, one through 10. We had three 10s. Yeah. I do not have a 10 here tonight, Ted. I, I do not either. By the way, thanks for that chart you made. Because he has last year's players and this year's.
0: Yeah. Let's put that up on the screen. Let's take a look at that right now. And The left column is the starting defense in week one versus the Green Bay Packers. Remember that game? If Christian Watson hadn't dropped that first pass, the Packers would have won the Super Bowl last year. Here's Green Bay's first offensive play of the New Year. Roger is going to unleash, going deep, Watson, the rookie drops it. <laughs> I don't even remember that, how that, how that all went. You know, if, he, if he catches that ball, it's a completely different season for Green Bay. Going into the season, I thought it was a fairly decent lineup. But then, now if you look at the column on the right, the projected 2023 starters I got off a of USA Today article per our good friend and friend of the show, at the real 4 0 on Twitter, managing editor of the Vikings stuff over on Vikings Wire USA Today. They put out great content over there, so check that site out. But but if you look, you know, the guys I bolded on the right Harrison Phillips, Daniil Hunter, Jordan Hicks, and Harrison Smith, if you believe Tyler's projections, those are the only guys that are coming back. And that could be after training camps over and, and everything settles in the training camp battles and all that, because I would argue a lot of people's jobs are up for grabs as the Vikings enter training camp on defense anyways.
1: Yeah, I got a good and a bad with the overall defense. I mean, it's gonna to be tough with the new faces to get them all to gel, but I will tell you this, I'm a lot happier with with Brian Flores attempting to do it than Donna Schell.
0: Yeah, the Vikings had a mini camp. They had a full mandatory team mini camp and the offense was saying how much more complex the defense was under Brian Flores. I think it was Alexander Madison, maybe, or it could have been Justin Jefferson. A couple of the big players on the Vikings offense said, hey, look, this isn't last year's defense. We really have to bring our A game. You know, maybe we didn't have to last year. And I take all stuff like that, those offseason comments with a grain of salt. But it gets back to your point that there's a completely new approach and philosophy under Brian Flores as opposed to Ed. Let him go down the field and score, and let's see what the offense can do down it,
1: not only a different scheme and idea about strategy, how are you going to attack it, you got a bunch of guys that haven't worked together. So you got that on top of it. Yeah. We have a couple bad games to start. People are going to be all over Flores. But this defense, he's got a big chore ahead of himself, Ted. But he's that guy that will take on the challenge. Flores, he's like, he's like uh, the Steelers head coach.
0: Here's the thing, though. I mean, we can talk about the turnover, and we'll, and we'll get to these players in a minute. We'll go down. And we, we, Drew and I, just like we did for offense last week, we gave them a, a score of 1 through 10. Kind of be interesting to see how we do this week, because I think we were pretty much on the same sheet of music last week.
1: Oh, you mean using the Drew remedial unique grading system? <laughs>
0: <laughs> Happy birthday, Ted. Thanks, man. With the defense, when you're 28th in, in what? What did I see? 28th in points and 31st in yards you should expect to have six, seven, eight, nine new starters and a new defensive coordinator. I mean, accepting the status quo from last year and carrying it over to this year was not an answer. So to the Vikings' credit, they've at least they have addressed it in the offseason. Now, like you said, it's up to the coaching staff to install the defensive system that fits and get the players all running, you know, same direction, same way, same day. Right. All that kind of stuff. So... So let's just kind of go from the defensive line and work our way backwards. We're starting with with Harrison Phillips, one of the projected defensive linemen. I have him as a six.
1: I have Harrison Phillips. Not this, not McKenzie Phillips, right? Harrison? No,
0: Harrison Phillips, not oh, George okay. Harrison. Harrison Phillips.
1: Okay, got it, got it. Harrison Phillips, I have as a six on my list. Oh,
0: oh so we match. Look at that. Last Alrighty.
1: week, last week we did the offense. I was at seventy eight, and Ted was at seventy six.
0: Yeah, so we right,
1: right along. We we're the pretty same. close.
0: Yeah, yeah. Phillips, I think he's a little bit above league average. I don't know that he was put in the best position to succeed. I thought he was one of the few assets on defense last year that played well, but I, I don't think you can say he's a, he's like an elite guy.
1: No, I don't think he's an elite guy, but I think he's he could be more of an eight rating than a six. If he, yeah, because in Buffalo, before we got him in Buffalo, you know, Alex, Abe Lincoln, our friend Abe Lincoln, yeah, he's still bummed. That he came over to the Vikings. He loves that guy. So,
0: oh, okay. Um,
1: I have faith in, in Alex's take. Hey, Alex, how you doing tonight? So I gave him a six.
0: Ted. Yeah, me too. Next defensive lineman is Dean Lowry. What did you give? What did you give Dean? A five. I gave him a four. Yeah. Yeah. So, so Dean won't be happy with our show today. <laughs> no, uh, but but he's made a mint in Lowry Season Salt. I think he's he's the heir to that family fortune. <laughs> So he's got something to fall back on after the NFL, I hope. We are are so dumb. (laughs) It's like this with a lot of these guys. I just haven't seen enough of them to say they're either a good player or a bad player. Lowry sparingly played. I didn't really stand out to me last year. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe he can prove me wrong by the end of this year, but i I,
1: four. Yeah, I gave him a five. I didn't know how else to go but average.
0: Yeah. Our third and final defensive lineman projected starter this year is uh Kyrus Tongan. Now I like this guy. I he I thought he flashed in the little bit of playing time he got. I and that's another one of the things that I just questioned Ed Donatal about. You know, when guys seem to make plays, they would be taken off the field and shuttled out and then you they didn't see an increase I mean, I get the rotation, but they just didn't see an increase in playing time, which I didn't get. I love how physical that guy is. Yeah. Very yeah. physical, quick step inside. Got that jab step to get in the backfield. I was
1: completely happy with Tonga getting him yeah. in here, and Shelly when we got him in here. Yeah, I gave him, a, I gave him a five. I gave him a six. Okay, because awesome. I think he was better than average, and he didn't. We have to spend a draft pick on him; just a signing, right? Yeah. Let me, let me ask you something about the three guys we just went over. I want okay. I want your opinion on this. I got it on my side notes because I take a lot of pride in getting ready for this show, Ted. <laughs> <laughs> With Harrison Phillips, Dean Lowry, and Kyrus Tonga, is that stout enough up the middle to change what's been happening to the Vikings the last couple of years? They've been getting if you get gashed up the middle, the perimeter runs won't matter. They're gonna kill you up the middle. No. They have to get better up the middle defensively. Do you think this trio of guys is better than last year? No.
0: righty then. I shouldn't so declaratively say no. I, I don't know. I mean, Phillips is kind of a known quantity. But Lowry and Tonga, I don't think, have played enough to to form a valid opinion. Yeah, I don't want to get too down on them because Bullard and Tomlinson didn't do much either. I thought Dalvin Tomlinson, when he played, was decent. I think Dalvin Tomlinson under Brian Flores would have become the true 3-4 nose tackle that that this defense needs.
1: The Vikings have got to shore up the middle of the defensive line. They have to. They haven't really been good since the Goon left, Ted. That concerns me on the defense going into this season.
0: Yeah, so that's the defensive line. The Vikings projected three-four. Everybody's like, "Well, what about Daniel Hunter? We've got him projected as a linebacker. He's next. What do you have him at?" He's a ten player, Ted.
1: He's a ranked ten high, but I got him at an eight right now.
0: That's where I have him at as well. Yeah. Yeah.
1: We don't compare notes, folks. We do this no. on the cuff.
0: No, we don't. Right? We do
1: it on the fly on the big BU. <laughs>
0: Yeah, I have him as an eight. I thought he had a good season last year, but not a Daniel Hunter season, if that makes sense. Well,
1: don't have him covering screen passes, then. And I
0: think part of that is the way he was used. I mean, what are you doing dropping Zadarius Smith and Daniel Hunter into coverage on, you know, third and seven or third and eight? I mean, my God. I mean, we're dumb. We, We fully admit we're dumb, but we're not Ed Donatel on third and seven, dumb. Are you sure about that?
1: We're not Scatman Crothers walking into an axe, dump.
0: Every time I saw that happen, I felt like Jack Nicholson always you know, throwing all the crap off the table and having his fit down in the kitchen. Ah, honey, I'm home. Wendy, I'm going to bash your skull in. <laughs> Hunter's an eight. Could be an 11, though. Yeah, could be. Well, I see, I think he's on track for a good season because every year Daniel Hunter complains about Wanting a new contract, he has a good season. So he complained about his contract. I think he even sat out one of the one of the voluntary minicamps. I don't know how I was traveling. I so know.
1: we got him ranked at eight, but we both hope for a ten.
0: Yes. Free agent signing Marcus Davenport. I have him at a six.
1: I have him as a seven. Do you? Okay. Because he's one of two guys, you know, with uh Murphy that had amazing college careers. I mean, they were like first round guys. Mm-hmm. I don't think either of them have lived up to what they can do yet. And I think Davenport okay. still got the best days ahead of him. I do. I like Davenport. Even when he was on the Saints, I like that guy. Do you
0: think that talent
1: can be unlocked by Brian Flores? Yes, I do. I think he's a, an exact Flores type player, Ted. Another okay. big motor, a smart player, not out of position a lot always putting pressure on, and when he's out there, he's not taking plays off. That's what I like about Davenport.
0: Yeah, for me, the guy's been hurt a lot when when he has played. I think I've seen highlights, and I I like what I see, but he's got to stay healthy, and he's got to convert a lot of those pressures into actual sacks.
1: A lot of it is health on this roster, Ted. If they start falling, we need them to be healthy.
0: Yeah. Jordan Hicks is the next linebacker we're going to talk about. Surprisingly, he was brought back. I kind of thought the Vikings were going to be done with him. What do you have him at? I'm at six. I have him at a five.
1: I have him just slightly better than an average linebacker because he's slightly better than an average linebacker.
0: See, I, I look at him as a league average guy.
1: He's a little bit better tackler than an average tackler. He's a good tackler.
0: But where he's good there, he, he kind of drops in, in, coverage. in coverage. And yeah, so that's I just kind of why I balance that out to a five. And our, our last linebacker, and one of the guys I'm really excited about. Brian Asamoah probably taking over the Eric Kendricks role on the defense. Not sure if he'll be calling the plays or not. But for as excited as I am, I didn't give him a very high rating. I only gave him a five.
1: I gave Asamoah a five. Oh, see, there Just we go. Because he hasn't he hasn't shown me it yet. I mean, you go from Kendricks to Asamoah. I mean, that's a <laughs> You got to see what's going to happen on that. But you know how high I've been in this guy since we drafted him, Ted. You know more than anybody. Yeah. I've been cheering for this guy for years now.
0: You've been beating the drum on Nasmo since the draft show, since the Vikings drafted him at last year. He's going to be fantastic. I think he's going to be really good. When he has played, he had that big fumble recovery fairly early in the season. I, I can't remember when that was. Colts Colts game, wasn't it? Was, it? was it the Colts game? So that was, like I said, pretty late in the season against the Colts. <laughs> <laughs> he's got physical
1: skills he's talented he he's athletic i said he's a fantastic player but i only gave him a five because he has to do the fantastic stuff for yes. me to give the higher grade I so agree. it's not really a rip on him that he got a five from me he just hasn't had enough playing time
0: and i kind of defaulted to, to fives for some of these guys because like you just said i haven't really played enough for us to to say one way or the other, they're good or not very good, you know?
1: You can't say they're an eight, but you can't say they're a two either. So. Exactly.
0: Yeah, exactly. So that is the front seven. Now we're going to talk about the secondary, and if there was a problem area on the Minnesota Vikings defense, it would have been the secondary. And, oh, and my it, God. If you look, just about everybody from last year's starters are gone, with the exception of Harrison Smith. But we'll start at cornerback. We'll go with Andrew Booth Jr. What do you have for Andrew Booth Jr.?
1: First off, were you
0: surprised at all those secondary guys that were gone for the team? No. Patrick Peterson wanted too much money for his age. Shandon Sullivan wasn't very yeah, good. I didn't think. No. The one guy that would have been okay coming back would have been Duke Shelley. I thought Duke Shelley had a pretty good season.
1: I wanted Duke Shelley back, too. It seems like uh, Cam Danceler didn't fit with the staff or something.
0: He didn't, and when we were looking at guys like Booth and Evans, they've had some injury history. I thought bringing Duke Shelley back, if nothing else, as depth and insurance, would have been a great move. But he wanted to go to, he wanted to go to Vegas, I believe it was. But Andrew Booth Jr., what do you got for him?
1: Andrew Booth out of Clemson. I got him as he's not going to be happy with me, Ted. I have him as a three.
0: I have him as a four. I took his college career into consideration. That he had a very good college career. His injuries were a factor, and then he got hurt early last year, didn't play a whole lot. That dropped him from a five to a four for me. Why'd you drop him down to a three?
1: That's exactly the same reason. Same reason. You got to stay on the field. Yeah. You have to figure out a way to stay on the field. And the injuries have been following even back at Clemson. Yeah.
0: The other projected starting corner is a Caleb Evans. What did you give old Caleb Evans?
1: I gave a Caleb Evans five,
0: I gave him a six.
1: I I was thinking I was between five and seven because I was thinking guys that get thrown in there to the wolves, like Ed Ingram at guard, guys just get thrown in and go, Oh God, I guess I'm going to start my career now. He did that. That's what he, that's what happened to him. I can't remember what game it
0: was, but he was thrown in and he responded. That tells a lot about a player to me, Ted. It does. It was kind of a, you know, like you said, throw in and and sink or swim. We're not giving you a life jacket. And I thought he did okay. Considering everything, you know, being a rookie and, not coming in, playing right away.
1: I'm very worried about him in his career, though.
0: Yeah, with with the injuries. And and his, you know, are are the concussions. They got him in the helmet, which should help with that. We'll see. But I really like his talent. But if he gets another concussion, it it might be I hope it's not. I hope it doesn't happen. Don't get me wrong. But concussions are are a tricky thing these days.
1: I get a bad stomach feeling about him, Ted. Like a few shows ago, I said, uh, I don't think he's going to be playing NFL football in a year.
0: Yeah, we'll see. It
1: seems like one of those guys that can't
0: shake it. Not his fault. You know, it's it's health stuff. But I hope he makes it and I hope he shreds. Me too. One guy they did bring in projected to be the starting nickelback is Byron Murphy. They brought in from the Cardinals. Probably the best free agent signing, would you say? I'd say so. Okay. I'd say so. I think people should be ready for this.
1: Byron Murphy, the Cardinals were ruining him. They're ruining that guy. Go back and watch his tape at Washington. That guy is a premier shutdown corner. He's got a lot of talent. And like Marcus Davenport, you haven't seen the best of him yet, Ted. And I know that's what uh, KOC and uh, Flores is counting on to get the old Byron Murphy back. That Cardinal stuff he was doing, they had him out of position all the time. What'd you give him? I gave him a six. I gave him a seven. Okay. Because I have a little bit more faith. He's above average corner. And like I said, he's got a lot in the tank to show us still. I did a draft write up on him and I love that dude. So we'll we'll see what uh, what happens if I gave him a 7.
0: Okay. And the safeties now. Harrison Smith just become a legendary Vikings player. Hopefully he's a, a first ballot Hall of Famer. He's been that good. He's had that good of a career. I think his, like Daniel Hunter, he was a 10. Age is starting to catch up with him a little bit, but I still have him as an 8.
1: I have Harrison Smith as an 8.
0: Look, Look at us. that, Ted Glover. Look at us. Yeah, yeah. We had him at eight. <laughs> Harrison Smith, yeah. you said it perfectly. He still got the 8 rating for a couple more years. I do think this will be his last year with the Vikings, to be
1: honest. I do, too.
0: Now, last year, Cam Bynum was a starter. To my knowledge, Cam Bynum is still on the roster. Tyler has Lewis Seen taking over the other starting spot opposite Harrison Smith. And I and I buy into that. I think you look at Louis Seen's offseason progress and rehab. Uh, heard good things about him during the mandatory minicamp. I think this is a good call on Tyler's part to make him the starter. However, what did you give him for a rating, 1 through 10, Drew? I had to give him a 5 because it's all average at this point. Yeah, that's what I gave him, too. I was going to knock him down a little bit lower, but he's a first-round pick. So, And when you break your ankle in the second or third game of the year, I kind of give you the benefit of the doubt. Call it homerism, call it what you will. But he has the potential to be a, a very good player. Go back and watch that guy's
1: tape at Georgia. He's got a lot of talent. Again, he got hurt, and I hope he bounces back from the injury. I hope he's ready to go week one, because I think there's a lot to be seen with with scene. A lot to be seen with scene, Ted. All
0: right, that is kind of how we're seeing the defense. Last week when we scored the offense, one of us had a 74, the other had a 76. What was your total this week for the defense? My defense was 71 out of 110. I got 68.
1: Pretty damn equal to what we had on the first one.
0: We're two off on the offense, three off on the defense.
1: Is 71 enough to win that
0: division and get in the playoffs, Ted Glover? Yeah, I think so. I think so. You know, and looking at these guys, Dean Lowry, Tonga, Davenport, Hicks, Asamoah, Booth, Evans, Seen, all these guys have very little playing time or have come in as, as a hyped guy, but just because of injuries and circumstance, whatever, haven't kind of developed to that level that a lot of people thought they would. I'm looking at this defense, and I like the potential. There feels like there's a good mix of young players with experienced veterans. There's talent at every level. I mean, Hunter and, and Phyllis on the defensive line. you got Azamoa and Davenport and Hicks, you know, and then you've got young guys like Booth and Evans, the stalwart veteran in Harrison Smith. I get the feeling that if Brian Flores can get these guys to buy into what he's selling and get them all on the same sheet of music, that this defense could actually be a lot better than we're thinking it could be.
1: When I see a bunch of new guys start on defense, it's always a really shaky year, it seems like. Yeah. They're trying to get used to how everybody else plays. I mean, when you name off those names, I'm going,
0: it's scary. It's a lot to ask for this defense to go from the bottom of the league just to league average, I think.
1: I mean, you get rid of, like, Barr and Kendricks. I mean, that— If anything, those guys have played a lot of plays together. we got to remake that up somehow. I'm anxious, I'm excited, but I am nervous about the defense.
0: Yeah, I am too. And we talked about, you know, when you have a bad defense, it shouldn't be a surprise that so many new faces are going to be starting. But is there anyone from last year's defense that isn't back that you thought should be? Talent-wise, it would probably
1: be Kendrick's, but I understand the move. A lot of it's financial on, on the guys, but in terms of playing, we don't know what Asamoah can do yet, Ted. We don't know. We know what right. Kendricks can do. Sure, he was falling off a little bit, and he's getting a little long in the tooth, but he was still up there in tackles and experience.
0: I would have liked to see Dalvin Tomlinson back. I think he could have developed into that true kind of nose tackle guy under Flores and or, or at least they could have gotten more production out of him. And if not him, maybe Duke Shelley. Just simply for the fact, Booth and Evans they just have that injury history, and man, Duke Shelley played good for when the Vikings signed him, literally off the street, helped them win that Buffalo game. Yeah, exactly. Shelley was second on my list. We have a pretty good idea about the offense. We think the offense is going to be pretty good for obvious reasons. They were pretty good last year. There's some, you know, you talked about them being more aggressive and all that, but they have known a lot of known quantities on offense. Defense just really doesn't.
1: Right, right. And if you look at the names from uh, Asamoa down to down to Lewis Seen, there's only real two experienced guys on there. That's why Byron Murphy, it's important that he's a leader at the cornerback. I think he's going to be our best corner, but I think that corner we drafted, Makai, Blackman, I think by halfway through the season, he's a starter.
0: Yeah, Blackman, third-round pick, cornerback out of USC. Keep your eye on that guy, Ted.
1: I'm worried about the defense, Ted, but I'm excited that we're moving forward to a different regime of defending players.
0: Yes. I'm so sick of all that other stuff. Another guy we, we've kind of overlooked because he's not on the projected starters, but he was fourth-round pick out of LSU, Jaqueline Roy, 6'4", 315. That dude has a chance. You know, we were talking about Tomlinson and, and not having a, a big hunk of cheese in the middle right. to clog up the running lanes, and, and he has the potential to do that. We haven't had that since Linval Joseph, so maybe that's a guy that could mix in as well.
1: That's true. We have other defensive linemen that got a lot of playing time last
0: year that we're still waiting on, and I went to the same school as Daniil Hunter. LSU guy. So where do you see this in terms of ranking them 1 through 32? Top 15? Top 20? 20, top 29? <laughs> top 31? I think overall there's a lot better talent in
1: two years. This talent's going to work out, but the fact that they're also new and they haven't played together and they're young, I think if they strive to be 20, would be a good goal.
0: That's exactly what I thought. I thought if they could go from where they were to 20th overall, that would be a, a heck of a leap.
1: Sure. I would think 20. I'd be happy if they were 20th. So we'll see. We'll see what happens. 20 this year, 11 next year, and then top five the following year.
0: Put it on the board. Championship. We'll see. All you can do is hope that they all get it together and Flores can coach them up and pleasantly surprise us all. All right. So last couple things, then we'll move on. Take a quick break and we'll move on to trivia. What's the best off-season move on defense, do you think? I think it'll end up being Byron Murphy. I'm going to say hiring Brian Flores.
1: Oh, yeah, that first. Okay. Backtrack. Wendy. <laughs> Backtrack, Wendy Torrance. I'm going to say uh, Flores, but player-wise, I'd say Byron Murphy.
0: I was going to say that as well. What do you think was the worst off-season move on defense? Us taking two months off. (laughs) I bet our subscribers thought, no, no, I'm glad. I'm glad. Get back! Get back! Uh (laughs) Scatman (laughs) Crothers. Subscribers? (laughs) I'm home. (laughs) (laughs) Here's
1: (laughs) Johnny. What was the question again? Worst offseason move on defense. I understand all the moves on defense. I would like to see Z'Darrius Smith stay because okay. he's such an impact player, and he's got such a motor, and he's such a great teammate in the locker room.
0: I'm going to go with losing Duke Shelley. When you've got two Definitely. guys in Booth and Evans that I think they're both really good players, and I think they have the potential to both be really good, but the injury concern is legitimate for both of them, and if, man, if they both go down, you got Mekhi Blackman, and who who else? I, I don't know. That depth, A, it's unproven, and B, it's thin. So, anyways, that's where we see the defense as we head to training camp. If you want to check out the offense, we did our live show last week, July 5th, I think it was. Check that show out, and we'll give you our thoughts on the offense on that show. For right now, we're going to take a drive down Culpeper Pass up to the Overlook Hotel and take a break, and we'll come back with trivia. Wait, are you losing your hair? No one wants
1: to be bald, but there is hope. Not only the
0: president, the hair club for men. I'm also a member. We offer hair solutions. Call now. Wait till they get a load of me.
1: Welcome to Twisters Trivia. How are you guys doing?
0: <laughs> Good, Twisters. How are you?
1: I forgot to do trivia, but while we were recording, Uh, I thought of two questions. Okay. One, on a scale of one to 10... Wait, 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 wait. Back up. You gotta say happy birthday to Ted Glover. No, I don't. Okay. On a scale of one to 10, (laughs) how sad am I that nobody asked me how I was.
0: Mm, that's not the host. That is the host. I'm going to go with a one because your picture <laughs> was not up on the screen. And the last show we did, you said you didn't want us to say hi to you.
1: Okay. I'm going to go with, how are you doing, Chances? <laughs> <laughs> I accept that answer. What? Number two.
0: Okay.
1: On a scale of one to ten, how much cooler am I than you? Uh, Ten.
0: You're a lot cooler than me. I'm going to have to say 10 because if I say anything besides 10, she'll edit it out. (laughs) So I say 10. So I'm just going to go with 10 off the bat.
1: Oh, she's a 10, believe me. So then I have three questions because you guys didn't get it. On a scale of 1 to 10, how light is the candle? Oh my God, I'm cooler than you, huh? Dude, we're so.
0: (laughs) We're rusty. <laughs> yeah, that,
1: that, we can't that's the first time in a hundred episodes we've ever forgot this
0: oh, oh god we forgot light this candle
1: thank oh. you for playing you what? failed ted i'm cooler than you are so why don't you fix your little candle and light this candle What? up no, well you, you didn't
0: even say it right ted <laughs> <laughs> We, we just shut it down. We are done. Just that's uh, yeah, not even do yeah. a show. <laughs> All right, so that's our abbreviated trivia. The candle was not lit at the beginning of the show. We'll make sure not the. Jesus, 10 That is terrible. We are rusty. Rusty. Rustier, rustier than the Tin Man when Dorothy finds him. What is going on? What are you doing? <laughs> Um, Folks, thanks so much for subscribing, commenting, telling your friends about the show, either good, bad, or indifferent. Bad press is still press, is it not? Ruby, thanks for everything you do, Drew. Uh, it was great to get back to be doing a studio show with you. It's been far too long. Let's not ever go a month or two months right. or whatever it was without doing a studio show again. <laughs> Buddy, take us home. I hope
1: you have a great birthday evening tonight, and uh, it's glad to be back talking football with you. We're back on a roll. We forgot to light the candle, but we'll get on to it next week and on a serious note Bruce Willis isn't doing very good give a little shout out for him in your heads or whatever you want to do like Bruce Bruce is a good dude
0: but until next time say good night Ted good night Ted red rum